Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. So, y'all, this isn't the last episode. <laughs> You, there's still a tell-all, apparently, or some version <laughs> of a tell-all. So use this Tibetan bell to soothe your wearied breast. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Exciting and new. Go online. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. They French or Chinese, a brand new K-1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's 90 Day Gate. Let's love. Y'all, I bought a Tibetan sound bowl to help me relax, and I didn't I realize. It's bowl. It's just a Tibetan bowl. What, well, I didn't know I was going to have to use it to get through this fucking season. <laughs> I was really, I was relieved when I saw there was no tell-all. I didn't I believe was, it. You wanted to believe it. You did. You wanted to believe it. But it's so weird. Why would they do that? Why what, would they? Welcome to 90 Day Gays, everybody. <laughs> this is part two I'm of Toe. The other way. My name is Matt Marr, aka Maddie. I'm here with my squirrel friend Poodle, aka Jake Anthony. This is Toe. This is Toe. This, this is, is the last, Toe. This is the second to last episode we'll ever do of this season of Toe, apparently. Um, but we know that Sean. We we had said in the last episode that that we didn't think there was going to be a tell-all. Looks like they were too fucking tired of these people. But I texted Sean. Or I texted. I don't have her number. You I messaged Sean Robinson. I DM'd her on Instagram, I and she said, there's something coming up. She's like, no, the producers are working on something special. And then she they posted just like 30 minutes. We got hot tea before everybody else. I feel that I, that bitch Heather Torres in our sissy squad uh, has a good theory. Um, we think because Devin broke her NDA uh, that... Or she thinks that they're not gonna. She's not gonna participate. 
in the tell-all. And the abuse uh, allegations and all that. Yeah. And so they're going to avoid that. And Which are alleged. We don't know if yeah. those are true or not against perhaps, We don't oh. think Brittany may not be participating because holy shit, she got pissed. She, I heard. I didn't read it, but I. Oh, what did she say? Skulls in her post. It's like, y'all, I got a really bad edit. Blah, blah, blah. Y'all don't. Every person involved in the uh, in the production crew whatever, can kiss my ass. Brittany, some advice. Never tell a production, a producer, a production member, producer, grip, camera person to kiss your ass because you'll never be on TV again. Yeah. When you're in a reality show, you've got to act like, again, Poodle, and I know this from experience, a bottom in the middle of a soccer team. You just have to get past (laughs) anywhere and say you're okay with it and smile. And say, can I have another? Yeah. Well, even if you're, even if you're completely full. Because here's the thing, TV, TV production, they hold all the power. They You're do. a gnat to them. It's like Discovery with us. Discovery exactly. went flink in our eye and we went, ow, ow. But we were like, oh, oh, we'll change our name. Which that reminds everybody, we have gotten <laughs> over, we've gotten over 1,500 submissions <gasps> for our new name for Come Name Us. Um, 1,400 are 89 plus one day gates. Which we're going to get rid of. Actually, Jackie Wiseman, our fearless den mother in our sissy squad, who's been helping us with this, she said there's actually some pretty good names in the group. We're we're waiting. We haven't seen anything. We're waiting. You have until December 4th, Mama Mar's birthday, y'all, to submit this into our – go click on the show notes and look at the Google Doc and – You think you have a brilliant idea. And remember, if we pick yours, if we pick your name, we're going to give you two tickets to our first live show post-pandemic, of course. Post-pandemic. VIP tickets. and. Whatever, it, all of it. You'll get Air the meet and greet. You. You'll get not your friend. You'll get the I'm meet not, and greet before. You'll get the show here. You'll get poodle drunk at a bar after. You'll get everything. <laughs> As my mother says, "What am I made of money?" <laughs> yes, and so you'll get all that. And um, I'm not so a yeah. Rothschild. <laughs> mother once wow. said, "What do you think I am, a Rothschild?" Wow. So y'all be sure to be sure to do that by December 4th. If you do it on December 5th, it's basically we've got to go through all these names. Yeah, we've got to go through all these names and make a decision. We're going to let's see. And then we're going to decide on the top. Like, I don't know if we're doing like six or ten. We'll see. We we don't know because Jackie has all the rules. What if there's only like two good ones? Yeah. I think there'll be more than that, but we're going to decide on the top names and then, and then we're going to let people vote. And that'll start. Yeah. Probably we'll have that within a couple days of December 4th. Yeah. Um, and we'll figure and out the voting. We don't know if the voting's going to be for everybody or if the voting's going to be for Patreons only. We don't we know. Everything, everything organized as you can yeah, tell. Exactly. We, Jackie is just going, fuck, 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 <laughs> as she's listening to this. Bless her heart. Y'all, shout out to Jackie Weissman, our kid mother, Jackie in our Facebook group. Y'all, she is kicking butt and helping us so much. As and well our as other Andrea moderators. And Andrea, Andrea and Chris. And Chris. You guys could not do it without those bitches. You might know Andrea because she's a moderator for Cray 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 Group because we told them, we said, y'all need to get a moderator. And they went and got ours. And we're fine with it because we're Cheryl folk. (laughs) 
I was I was really afraid. She was when she said she said, "Yeah, I'm going to become." I just like you know, I'm going to become a moderate. I'm like, "Don't you leave? Don't I was you like, don't leave? Don't leave? Don't leave, don't you leave Please, don't you do it? Don't you, don't do, you do, it. do it?" So anyway, uh, I think that's. Do we have any other announcements? We have. Oh, we have a by curious coming up. By curious coming up this week. Uh, it is going to air. It is y'all came at us about this. It is Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. It's a yes. fucking debacle. <laughs> it's, it's if you think you remember what uh, Housewives was in the beginning, uh, this is much more like that. But also a kind of a new animal. I've mm-hmm. never really watched Housewives. I enjoyed the first couple of episodes immensely. <laughs> this is cuckoo. This There's is a like, gay son who's uh, out of control. <laughs> this is like. Um, this is like when you leave a, a glass of wine with a little bit of wine in it, and then when you come in the next morning, you just have like three or four drunk flies flying around, and they're just like, <laughs> that's what this show is to me. It's bonkers. And it's we're bonkers. Gonna do, we're going to be covering the episode that airs this Wednesday, December 2nd. Yep. So be and sure to check that will go up on Friday. That will be for our $8 Patreon. My dad, I, my dad, I put put him in the bed and I fed him. My Aunt Peggy made uh, cabbage with bacon and he loved it. He's like, that's good shit. And so anyway, I put it, I put him in the bed and got him comfortable because he's hurting today. And I said, all right, I'm going to do a podcast. And he went, God, another one. Yeah, that's how I feel. That's what my I mother think, says. She's like, yeah. how many of those do you do? And wait, people. My mother, my mother, I swear to God, my mother still can't believe people, people pay to listen to us. <laughs> She's like, I understand if it was free, but Jesus. <laughs> she's like, I think, I, she's like, because I think you're special. But she's like, I didn't really, she's like, the people don't even know you though. Are there people who know you? And I'm like, no, these are people mm. who don't know us. She's like, they don't. Cool. What kind of model is that? They don't. Once we beam her in via satellite from the live show, she'll know. She won't even know. And people scream and she's like, did you give those people money? (laughs) That was just saying. She goes, it's Matt doing drugs. Is that how he got them here? (laughs) I mean, is something wrong? Is something, something's weird there. Don't you think something's something's screwy there? Are you in a cult, Jaybird? Um... I am, and it's called homosexuality. It is. It's called the Sissy oh, Squad, cool. y'all. We have fun in there in That's our Facebook group. Cult. That's Jump. a good cult, though. The Sissy Squad is a good cult. Come at us. We have a lot of fun in there. Sometimes people get pissed off because it's a Facebook group. But overall, we do pretty well, I think. I really loved it. There was a sissy. Um, it just it amazes me on the daily where a sissy said, you guys, this was so good. Uh, I'm not going to say her name. But she said it was so great to uh, to tell you guys today I've left this terrible, terrible person in my life, basically her husband. With um, her young baby girl. With her baby. And she's like, I'm staying with family right now. I've made that jump. I've made that to where my life was pretty much unlivable. And uh, and you guys, the, the Facebook group, not us, the Facebook group gave her the support to kind of make that leap. And, and she said it made me tears. She said this beautiful thing. These, yes, she said this group of strangers. Yes, so y'all, that's what it is? We try, we try. We can't please everybody, but we please most. Kind of like my sex life. Everyone, but you got to please yourself. 
Mm. So you guys, so there's going to be a lot of changes. We're going to talk about this more on, uh, to everything. We're going to be changing the name in January. Um, we're going to be, um, we're going to be doing some, uh, there's some differences in Patreon. We might even do it. So there might be some other things that we're kind of working on right now. So just be prepared. We expect some of you are going to be some Carl's wives about it, but we'll, <laughs> we'll get through it slowly together. Not that much change. What's not changing is the content of our shows, what we're no. talking about, how we're doing the podcast. It's just the name and the semantics yeah. and the logistics and the website stuff. All that's going to kind of change a little it's, bit. The so. content is still going to be, be 100% very unprofessional. <laughs> yes. And so, um, and which we should probably say now, since this is a free, in case people were wondering, <clears throat> we will start, you guys, we're going to start this tomorrow in our Patreon. Um, Cray Cray does this and other, uh, yeah, we're going to start it both, though on December 7th, we're going to enable, we're going to start December doing, 1st. um, uh, December 1st yearly memberships to our Patreon. Woo-hoo! So, um, just because some of you, Cray Cray does it. Some of you said, why don't y'all do that? And other, po- and other people have been asking. Yeah. So. And the reason, um, it's a lot of reasons. It's kind of, it, it, it'll change, uh, uh, when, you know, when people it, jump on Patreon, Patreon, Patreon. It won't get, change. It won't change any of thing existing. from your existing membership. Yeah, your existing membership is always going to be charged on the first. If you uh-huh. are a new patron, patron, it's going to charge you on the day you join. The day you join. So if you <clears throat> join our Patreon on the tenth, you'll get charged on the tenth, and then you'll get charged on the first, first. and then just get just you're not going to get just charged twice. Just yeah. the first going forward. But we have to do that because the way their algorithm works to enable the annual subscription. Right. Um, again, it won't affect. Our hands are tied there. It so. won't affect existing. But also we realize, and we're kind of, not a lot of people did this, but we realized some people would join our Patreon on the 2nd and then quit on the 28th. And they basically were getting a month's worth of Patreon shit for free. And that really pissed us the fuck off. <laughs> that pissed us off because we work really hard. So this also just makes sure that you can do, if you want to do gift memberships, yeah. if you want to do an annual fee, what you tell your you, husband you win big at that casino and you have a little money or that that blow job you gave gave you a tip and you have more money in april just pay for the year and then you don't have to worry about it in august when you're walking down the boardwalk looking for tricks or if you decide my uh my child does not need another video game yeah. i'm gonna buy something for myself get that uh, year of Patreon. So that's what's going on. So sorry for the announcements, but we got to do announcements. That wasn't bad. 12 minutes. Wasn't that bad at all. <clears throat> um, so yeah, y'all, there is going to be some type of reunion or something. We have no some idea. Type of tell all. I'm sure it'll be Zoom. Do you Sean think Brittany listening? I think Brittany listened to our show and heard you say that she was getting a bad edit. And I think that's why she's using it as a defense. <laughs> good. Good. I, I, she's the, here's the thing I I've, I've yes she probably did get a bad edit because you could tell she's one of those people she's an awful person she's probably nasty to everyone who she thinks is quote unquote under her possibly I mean Mommy you could just kind of have you kind of she radiated that on the show but whereas with someone like think about someone like Anna from Anna and Marcel, I'm sure Anna was lovely to everyone. Oh yeah. Then we oh, yeah. pointed out the moles on her face, and we were horrible to her. And she got them removed again. I think she removed. listened too. You're welcome. You're welcome, Anna. We're just trying to make your She's day a better. Beautiful woman, even I though you said she had Santa Claus face. Moles. <laughs> when I told us that she had Santa Claus face, I think she's pretty. 
You know what? It's the right look. It's the right makeup. The, why I said she had Santa Claus face. She flushes easily. She flushes easily. And it was this kind of, this, this kind of, it looked like a painting, Norman Rockwell, Santa Claus face. She does like Norman Rockwell. Um, yeah. So I was just calling it as I saw it. Um, we are going to jump in. One more thing. I just want to shout out. Y'all, we want to shout out Tracy, the goddess from Love After Lockup. Y'all, she gave us a shout out. She did a whole post about of our Tracy show. Clint. Of love, Yes, uh, from Love After Lockup. And because we've talked about, we were planning on doing season two, not right I now. I need to come um, at her. I need to, I need to, I need to send her a message. Um, but we are, we, we are planning on doing season two. We just haven't got to it yet. But she posted a very glowing post just saying that she loved us and she listened to the show. And <laughs> Tracy, uh, thank you it. for that. We, uh, we appreciate that very, thank you, very Tracy. much. Thank you. Okay. Can we fucking talk about this yes. now? Let's get this shit over with. Um, Who are we talking about? <laughs> Can we just skip over Ari and Binyam? I don't ever want to talk about them again. <laughs> Serenity now. <laughs> I you know, love this accessory that you've added to the I did too. It was like $12 on Amazon. Oh, um, I'll send you one. I am so ready to not talk about them, mainly because Ooh. it's so divisive. And I, you guys, I will say, I... We, I don't think I've ever been, uh, when we talk about her, I've never felt, I, we don't do this. We do the show for us because we laugh at each other and we think it's stupid and we do it. We do do the show to like build a community and connect with y'all and have yeah. fun. But if it's, but like in this moment right now, Poodle and I are just trying to make each other laugh and That's also give each other some together. insight. Yeah. And, um, I've never, when it comes to Ari, we can do no right you know, and, and and that's one thing I want to leave. I want to leave her. I'm and, just ready to be done. Me too. And and I think it's just yeah. because Ari is a symbol, to, uh, and she means something to everybody. She means that, something to a lot of different people. And that's why I brought that up. Not yeah. to tell people like, oh, my God, stop coming at us no matter what on what no, side. No, it's just it's more of like. <clears throat> obviously we're podcasters you don't see us every day but uh, something about ari is triggering that I, something that's going on in your everyday life for all of us I think jake and i too so i think like look at that and yeah be mad at us or love us when we talk about it or Triggers call us everyone in a, in call a, in a different way. racist call us sexist call us whatever you want but also acknowledge <laughs> like you know how is that just is 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 this you know we people bitch about these trash shows that they hate to watch them but i do like watching them and, and i know you do too because they make us think about yeah. our own lives and i honestly if you're gonna come at us about ari and we and i can actually understand people's perspectives i completely i've, under, I've understood every single yeah. i've never read something and gone like but oh my god they're stupid you never come for us bloodthirstily <laughs> as we've had quite a few dms do um just think about it try to see it from the other perspective and both of us are never really going to answer you if you scream at us and you get all trollish. Uh, and again, we're yeah, gay white men who grew up in the South <laughs> and doing our best. <clears throat> yeah. So. Um, so let's talk about these two. Uh, they're at Timcot, which is the best of, basically it's the feast of the baptism of Christ. That's in the Orthodox Church is a big deal. Um, the Episcopal Church has a uh, it's it's a feast day definitely, and it's something you celebrate. But uh, 
it's this is obviously a bigger holiday. Holy, uh, holy, holy <laughs> Lord God of power and might. That's not the song. Lord song we, God Almighty. No, we sing something oh, different in the Catholic oh, Church. That, that ter- that's that terrible like Sanctus that that the Vatican II invented. <laughs> I know, but everybody just sang with me. So I always, if we're talking about Jesus, I'm going to sing something for Catholicism. I'm sorry. You, you guys know what Vatican II was all about. You brought right? it up like 20 Vatican times. II we know. It's all about like you mouth breathers don't know how to sing. So we're going to make music really easy for you. That is true. <laughs> That's what they decided. That's what the, 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 the council. But you know what? Everybody, people like it. Um, like it anyway so Benium is telling us this is his favorite holiday he is planning on proposing to her today um she's like it, they have some quirky traditions so when they're riding in the car it's actually kind of cute because she's like you kind of see a little bit that they do enjoy each other's company because she says to him are you nervous and he's like fidgeting around he's like no no i'm not nervous she's like well you look nervous weirdo <laughs> <laughs> it was cute I- I think that's how they show affection. I, I wasn't bothered by that. Um, I, I uh, want to say, too, before – this is kind of more important than anything. Again, I'm not saying this to be nice because I've ragged on her and I said that she was a dickhead. I still stand by that. She's a dickhead a lot <laughs> of the time. Even before she was pregnant, I stand by it. But her makeup looks fantastic. And I'm just oh, going to say I, she beat I her face. Her eyeshadow looked so good. Her lipstick color was perfect. Her eyebrows her, were normal. Her eyebrows were great. Her cheek. I just want to say, whoever did her makeup that day, bravo. Yeah. She looked beautiful. The confessional look. Eh, eh, but this was my far. Yeah. Like, I never noticed how pretty her eyes were. It's the best she's looked in that kind of traditional costume. Oh, yeah. I like the costume. Yeah. Well, I guess is it cost. What's it called? Is it called costume? I guess. Traditional clothes. Clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I called them one time when my brother, they were talking about football, the kid. And I said, Bubba, I like your football costume. And well, <laughs> I think I heard the F word that day. Oh, uh, shut up, faggot. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, there, there's a lot of people uh, at this festival. And uh, festival? it's the festival, the King's Festival. Your poor, poor girl's mother had died. <laughs> the poor girl's mother had died. <laughs> That's a southern story. The King's Festival. And I have emptied a pot of lentils into the fireplace. Stop, 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 stop. (laughs) He went down the rabbit hole. By the way, I have to tell y'all, I was listening. We went over to my my, uh, Aunt Darla's today to go get some paperwork to sign for my dad to bring to a bank, yada, yada, yada. And so my Aunt Darla's telling this story, and I'm kind of listening, but I'm talking to her husband, my Uncle Tim, and not super paying attention, but she's just telling the story about somebody, and she was like, it was just great. She's like, yeah, they got a new car. Great. Da, 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 all these good things. And then she said, and then guess what? They died two days later. So did their dog. Same day. And I went, if that's not a Southern story. They really are. Um, I think my mother secretly loves it. She loves telling Southern stories. Southern stories always in bad. So, well, yeah. Ari says, it's loud here. It's loud. Um, 
which sounds like me. So I understand. I, I was uh, just waiting for you to say, yeah, I wrote it I, down and I was waiting for you to admit it. And I will say the baby is one month old, one and month I, old. And it is, it is a lot to be bringing a one month old to do. Um, so I thought about that as I'm watching this, cause it's one month old. I don't believe the skull is even fully formed on a baby by one month. Again, not an owner of a baby, but, um, <laughs> not, not, I'm, not, I'm more of a renter myself. Not an owner of a baby, but I'm pretty sure about that one. I've got a baby on layaway. On layaway. Um, <laughs> I uh, I was trying to be like, okay, but this is a tradition. People are used to this. Is this like, yeah. I don't know. man, it did seem, it, culture or not, Ari is not a, like, and I just don't think Benny knows it. Y'all, I could tell you this. Ari is not a crowd person. You, neither am I. And it did seem like the worst place to bring Ari. Uh, yes, the worst yeah. place to bring her. And Benny was kind of like, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. But I do agree. I would not want my baby. It would be different if it's crowded like a concert and people are listening. But yeah. this was almost like people are like jumping over and like reaching for this water. Yeah. This was because they're getting like when you're at a baseball game and they bring out the T-shirt guns. Yes. Um, and this yes. Woo! And instead of t-shirts, it was holy water. Y'all. Um, out of a hose. Jake <laughs> becomes crazy. I, there, I get crowd. The crowd motivates me. He gets so, he's just sitting there not really paying attention. He's eating a hot dog at a Dodgers game. And then suddenly he's up, possessed, screaming, raising his shirt, trying to show his tits, whatever he can do to get a shirt. And then I start usually if especially if, my, if, if the Braves are playing the Dodgers, then I start shit talking. <laughs> and then you I go, remember someone almost got murdered. Yeah, at, a Giants fan almost got murdered. So shut the fuck up at a Dodgers game. Shut up. Um. So it she's basically they're spraying and it starts getting a little dangerous. She's like, "It's enough. I gotta go. I gotta go. I'm so upset right now." And people have remarked on Binyam says people have talked about this online. He's like, I don't know. I, I think that was her evil spirit needing to be cast out. Maybe she needed some holy water. And people were saying, was that really the translation there? Because maybe he was tongue in cheek. Maybe he was laughing about it. But it sounded pretty honest. Well, he did go on to say, Ari is an annoying person. She's selfish and she only cares about herself. He did say that. So yeah. he was like, I don't think I want to propose now. Um, but... He even said to her before, this is the first time we've ever seen Benny. He's like, do you want to ruin my day? So I feel like we see this facade of him of like, oh, everything's great. Everything's yeah. on. We see that cracking a little bit. He was a shithead this episode. He was, he got, uh, he kind of got the worst portrayal that he's gotten the entire season. With the exception of maybe the ass drums and the leg piano. Yes. Uh, it, it, it's... It's hard because, again, you want to be like, okay, this is your country's tradition. This is mm-hmm. – it really is like it, – it goes back to what I say that I do feel like, yes, Ari is white, American, entitled, and go, moving to Ethiopia. Yes, all of that. Yes, do I think Benny's a trophy, trophy husband to her? She's like a, marrying an exotic yeah. man. Yes. That said – any couple, I don't care if black, white, whatever, when you get together, you have to compromise wherever you are, wherever you live, you have to compromise on each other. And mm-hmm. I just don't know how much we see Benium compromising. I mean, he got a bigger, he moved into a nicer apartment, um, but, and he could be, and we're just not seeing it yeah. in the edit. 
I think the also we saw in the edit is she said, you're pushing my boundaries and don't put your finger in my face. Don't you put it. And so it was. And then then this is the topper because she knows she can say this because her privilege. She goes, give me Avi. Give me my baby. That that really yeah. grossed me out. That's the, and and you guys don't use your kids in a fight. Don't use your I, kids in a fight. And I and I said this too. She says she's like you know I want this to be a good day for you, but I'm really not having a good time. And I this is one thing I wrote down. Ari never fails to let him know that she is tolerating the things that he's enjoying. She does do that she a lot. Never fails. And I and I said I don't know if this is her thing of always be from being in therapy a lot having to tell talk about what her emotions and that she's feeling or yeah, yeah. uh but but re, the thing that she should have been told is not everyone needs to know you're tolerating them right now well that's and that's what i was gonna say whereas Biniam needs to compromise a bit on her she needs to realize oh not i don't need to emotionally vomit everything because he is clearly not that at all. He keeps everything in. Yeah. So not that she needs to keep things in, but maybe there's another way. Because I, honestly, I don't think she – taking the baby away, I think she meant that as shitty because that is what she said. That is a metaphor for her saying, give me my baby, and I can take this baby back to the United States anytime, and you cannot see your kid. That's yeah. what that's a metaphor for. But this was like this idea of her um, uh, telling him her emotions. It's – I get that she wants to communicate, but you're right. It's this idea of that her emotions are are more valuable than his. More valuable than his, yeah. Yep. It's yeah. and and also I'm sure her their her parents always listened to those and validated her emotions. Yeah, yeah. I know. Well it's you not know a bad thing, but this is the problem of going to a place where, let's be honest, this is a much more male dominated culture. And maybe your emotions aren't the first thing uh, people are going to ask you about. Yeah. And, and, and when, you're not in, when you're not in specific danger, maybe just learn to, without, without saying, I'm going to tolerate you or I'm going to tolerate this today, maybe just hold that back and try to have a good time. <laughs> That's not Ari, but yet, no. you know, the thing with Ari too, is I think, which misdirection works well a lot. You know, what I mean by misdirection, you know, let's like say your kid is wanting something and you misdirect them or they're crying and you miss, you put their attention on something else. I feel like, cause we saw her do this. I feel like Janice has done this to Ari her whole life. I and there's, there's something to be said. Misdirection is great, but also sometimes you have to tell your kid, you can't do this. You can't have this. This isn't going to happen because I'm your parent. These are the boundaries. You don't have to understand it, but this is the way it is. I don't think that was ever really laid out to Ari. No, and you're exactly right. She's not getting any misdirection. She's not getting any misdirection. She's not – he's not validating those feelings that she normally says, and I'm tolerating it. Normally her mom and dad would say, yes, and we really appreciate you're doing that, Ari, because that's how they were taught to they do They were taught to say. But yeah. sometimes you needed – you know, if I said – what would Mother Poodle say if you said, but mom, I'm not – sometimes they would just like – my dad would say, I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> my, mother, my, my mother would say, can't you just enjoy something for once? Come on. Can we have or a I'd good say, Mom, I feel this way. Oh, Matthew, don't think that. That's stupid. Why would you think that? <laughs> 
My mother said, now be quiet. Now we're all going to have a good time. I remember I said that. Teeth. I was really depressed and I was broke. It was just like, oh, what? I've lived in LA for 17 years now. I think this was like year two and a half, three, right before I got my second job at Sephora. And um, I was just broke. And I was calling my mom and I was kind of bemoaning the fact. And I said, you know, I guess I, I'm just trying to find some gratitude in this and just grateful for what I have and even grateful that I'm broke because one day when I'm, when all, when I'm working hard and I'm making my own money, it's going to feel more, it's going to feel empowering and I'm going to feel better about this. And I said this kind of long thing to my mother and my mom said, well, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard, Matthew. Why would you say that? You're broke. What are you going to do? Wow. I know that was my mother. It reminded me, what is, there's a famous TV speech. Oh, never mind. We can't talk about that show anymore. Oh, why? That famous Bill Cosby episode where Theo gives a speech and he's like, son, that's the stupid. But however, I feel like Ari needed that. Sometimes I don't, don't tell your kids they're stupid. Don't tell that y'all. But sometimes you need to tell your kid, like, look, I understand. I get why you think that. But that's not the reality of the situation. Yeah. Well, I didn't get that. And I think the the way that her relationships have always gone is her either if she's in a relationship with her parents or her friends, all her friends and parents know she's quote unquote sensitive and delicate yes. because of past mental illness with cutting and she's had problems. Um, so everyone is careful. Because you don't, and and yeah, that's how she, that's her life, you yeah. know. Um, but he doesn't have the skill set to do this. Janice knew that, and that's why she even said right before she left, "You can come back with me. You call me anytime, and we'll send you a plane ticket." So it's maybe maybe she'll learn. Maybe Ari will learn to be more self-reliant maybe she will not need that much she won't need to be uh, uh validated as much yes you can be validated but not every time he doesn't have to say i'm thank you for indulging me you know in my call yeah well do you think ari's learning because she did say when she was talking to him later she kind of calmed down and she said okay i know i overreacted a little bit and she said Okay, you did great today. I know. And she said, you're a great dad. You love your baby. And I realize that this is, and you, you have to, but you just have to realize this situation. All it takes is one person for to smack the baby head and he's damaged for life. I don't think she's wrong or eccentric in saying that. No, no she's not wrong. And I think you're, you're exactly right. Is this could be the best thing for her. This could. I'm what, yeah. Could it? This, this could if maybe being away from her parents who are enablers, let's be honest, mm-hmm. let's enable her growth. They enable her growth. They enable her privilege. They enable all of this right where she is. And I will say, even though we, we, I was a proponent of mother Janice, mother Janice is a terrible enabler for, for what, uh, she's a terrible enabler. And after I saw that one clip that it didn't show where she, they, they just kind of went and made fun of the apartment. That was a faux pas to me that I don't think she's evil. I still think she's a pretty good mom actually, but I think and really loves her daughter, but that was seeping, seeping and yeah. just, uh, yeah. Um, grossness. I, I think you're exactly right. Uh, but and, I was shocked when Ari said that. Yeah. So they go to his brother's bar to kind of cool down 
he leaves, which is probably the best thing to do with Ari, and let her process. And uh, she she gives the baby to Wish, uh, his sister, and then she runs to him. And all of a sudden, it's like they both have processed something. And she's like, "I love you." And it's like she's like, "He made she made me forget everything." So I maybe maybe there is something for them, and maybe and I never thought I would say this when this season started. Maybe maybe living in Ethiopia could heal her. Maybe it could make her whole. Maybe, maybe not just finding him and becoming a mother, but learning how to be a person opposite or not without her parents and her enabling friends. Maybe it will make her learn to be a more well-rounded person. And maybe Benny will fuck his new dance partner when he beats his hands on her ass for a drum and she'll end up going back broken. I'm, I'm worried about that. I, I I don't I'm not as uh suspicious about Binyam as everybody else is. Uh I still don't th- I think he's can be quite an asshole and and secretive and he's a little shut down. I think but I think Binyam's a right now guy. Everything's yeah. right now. He's very in the present. He's not future thinking. He doesn't want to think about the past, so he's right now and he loves Ari and everything's right now. But I'm like 5 I, years are you still going to be right now about Ari? I think he's like every male dancer I've ever known. <laughs> Y'all and Poodles fucked a lot of people on tours. This is going to insult people. They're not the sharpest tool in the shed. I, I'll be honest. I'm kind of thinking about the male dancers I know. Uh, do I know any? I just, you know, it's not that they're bad people. It's just not they're not Mensa members. Oh, they're come for you. I know a lot of smart. I know a lot of smart female dancers. I do too. I very different, but the world of male dancers, because the male dancer, um, you you don't it's the skill level to succeed in male dance is the bar is way lower. It is the same reason why tenors are stupid. It, exactly, it's very similar. Yeah, and a lot of ways, male dancers have never been told they couldn't do something because they're so, always like, "Oh my god, you're a male dancer, you're great." So I, I would Look at your I dick would, in those tights, male dance, exactly. dance away. So maybe it's that no expectations were ever set for them. They were always fantastic. So there's no need. There's no real ambition to get there. That's Monica, Monica, that's the world. You have the most beautiful voice. Come at us if you called the medium, and she is singing to a deaf mute named Toby. No, Toby, you guys. He doesn't sing the entire time in that aria. He doesn't. Does anybody else listen to a podcast where males just break out in female singing? Because if you do, I want to know what this show is. We need to do a crossover. (laughs) To do a crossover with them. So anyway, y'all. They he proposes to her. He puts a ring in a lemon because they were talking about okay. People throw things at women. I'm gonna say this. I kind of I, when I saw the ring in the lemon, I went oh because oh, the whole no, thing because no, no. I did because I thought I actually thought Benium really thought there was the sign and the I thought it was was and they was doing it on his favorite holiday. 
I thought it was really sweet and thoughtful and actually the mo one of the most well thought out things he did, y'all. He did so basically their tradition is it sounds a little violent, but their tradition is is they throw a lemon at the male and if the male catches it, then he's her. And if he throws oh, a I thought he throws it at her. Or he throws it at her and someone throws a lemon and he catches it. So he it's, the ring looked really pretty. He put her ring actually in a lemon. It was very beautiful the way he 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 cut it open like a ring box. I thought that was so yeah. sweet and what a memorable proposal. I I agree. I just I knew I was being sold that by production uh because they have been this story has been down for the two thirds of the of the season. Which I have to say, TLC, they're kind of not predictable, but they are doing this with their editing. Like you can see yeah. if the last three or four episodes of a couple is going good, then their last episode you know is gonna be bad. Yeah. And vice versa. I, because that's what happened with Jihoon and Devin. I knew I was being sold this as soon as they, and so it, it wasn't. I think it was. I, I I thought, oh, that's nice, but I it felt very very motivated by production for me, so I couldn't get all. Now I did get. I think I did get a little mushy at the Armando Kenny thing. Maybe that's because I'm a big faggot, but probably. Probably. Anyway, uh, she's like, I, this is the coolest proposal ever. And she kind of said, our love is kind of like we fought in the morning and then we make up at night and maybe that's just our relationship. And I was like, you can have it. Exhausting. <laughs> you can have it. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't I'm want done that. with it. Go have your baby. Please don't be on before the 90 days. Please oh, don't, don't be on 90 day. Please. I don't ever talk about either of you again. Never. <laughs> Can we, if they're ever on anything like Happily Ever After, can we just skip them? We I might. I don't want that drama. Unless Benny's like showing a dick pic, I think we might. <laughs> and even then, we'll just we'll look at the Maybe, dick pic. What else can she have? But what else can she do that's even more divisive? Maybe. <laughs> don't even bring it up. Don't even bring it up. Somebody will listen and think she actually did it and then just write us a big diatribe. Don't even bring it up. Oh God! What would it be? She would. Oh, I, I can't even say. I'm, I'm trying to think. What would it be? Uh, um, you know what? We could not do it. You know why? Because it's our show. We can do whatever we want. Show. We can do whatever we want. We didn't cover Jeffrey. We didn't. So yeah. we'll see. Um, but I, 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 I bitch about it. I'm glad it's done. However, I think I'm gonna. I think maybe we've all learned something from Ari, and maybe we haven't. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Why don't you, while you, pro you might want to process that. And while you process that, we'll we're going to take, gonna yep. Poodle, I got to tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No, the doctor just added four more months. <laughs> I think he's trolling me at this point. No, see, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with their ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of me undies, great new underwear, which makes my um 
important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft. And the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, MeUndies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of MeUndies? It's on MeUndies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. To all our queens, to Caitlin and... The Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, 
and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. And find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Have hope, have hope. Keep going, queens. We're back. Um, <laughs> it's not as fun as it was beginning, especially when you do it enough. Um, y'all, it's your wedding day. Um, it's your wedding day. It's it's Jihoon and Devin's wedding day, which they've already had a they've they've already had a Korean wedding. They've already been married on paper, but this is her dream wedding, which she did not pay for or plan. So this is what I don't understand. <laughs> if they already got married in Korea once, and then this is her dream wedding. Why don't they get married in the U.S.? Because this is not like South Korea is a country that South – or it's not like the United States is a country that South Koreans can't go to easily. I feel like maybe his parents wanted to go, and he it wanted to be witnessed by all of his family. family. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> I agree. I'm not sure. Please stop fiddling with that bowl. If I hear it again – can you put it somewhere? What I don't, I don't, I don't have to hear it slipping. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. Okay. Um, like you fiddling with it the entire time. I just needed to calm down, okay? It's been stressful. Dude, uh, I'm just playing my, my Tibetan bowl, okay? <laughs> dude, dude, don't got pregnancy tests in here. This is just a, it's a gas station, right? You got pregnancy tests, oh, right? Y'all... 
Sorry, Love after lockup is good. <laughs> Life after lockup is good. Y'all, someone sent us, and I, I, I can't bring myself to follow him, but someone sent us DeMarc's Instagram. DeMarc? Oh, I know what the D's for. <laughs> Y'all. Tattoos everywhere. Or it's just said on um, Too Hot to Handle. Tattoos. He's got tattoos oh, everywhere. Hot. Hot. Anyway, y'all. So, okay, let's talk about Devin. So they're having this wedding. So, yeah, whatever. They could have it there. But this is like. Factory style wedding. They uh, are. It's a factory style wedding. Um, Devin is like, she didn't go to bed till 3 a.m. She's like, this day is supposed to be special, but I didn't plan anything. And I wanted to be. Maybe they didn't see it, but I'm like, honey, you should have spoken up. Like, you can't bitch now that you didn't get to plan anything for your wedding because you're going along with this. Like, you could have said no. That's kind of a big problem with Devin. She never stands up for herself at the beginning. Paid for it. It's just like, uh, I don't know. I, 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 I saw through all of this and was just like, every time she spoke, I was like, you're a fucking entitled bitch. Every time I could not stand her. I think I, she's actually speaking of entitlement way more entitled than Ari. And that's saying I something. I, I agree. And it, there's, but there's something it's, there's something about Ari that triggers people in a different way than Devin. I don't know what it is. Um, there's a self-righteousness to Ari that Devin is, Devin is dumber than Ari. Yeah. Ari's so, not dumb. Yeah. More out of Ari in a way. Devin's dumb, y'all. Devin didn't pass eighth grade geometry. <laughs> no way. Uh, she's I, I barely did. Another dumb girl from Utah, y'all. She's just, you know, um, and but Ari's from Princeton, New Jersey. So anyway, so she's she's sad because she doesn't plan the wedding, and everyone. I love this because everyone is getting into hair and makeup. Even the this men. was my favorite part of this wedding. This sure. is how all weddings should be. And all American weddings. You guys, if you're getting married, your husband-to-be should wear concealer and at least a little powder and maybe some lip balm. That's it. You don't I, have to do anything more fancy. And I do have to say, this is in line with my thinkings about weddings, is that it's not going to matter how the day goes. If the pictures are good, you're going to remember the wedding as great. And I will That's say- true venue was set up for perfect pictures it kind of i was i was not sold on this kind of like i was as as she said a factory style wedding i was like eh, it's one thing it's whatever i was i was like by the end i was convinced i'm like this is a great way to have a wedding you get you it's it's kind of dark so you get all the best lighting the lighting was really good a lot of people don't think about that at their wedding because the oh, two will yeah. get married in their church and their church doesn't have good lighting yeah but this was a great. This was a venue that was made. Oh for God! Life. The lighting at Stoptown oh. Baptist Church. My friend Shelly Johnson. Her pictures. It was just fluorescent lights. It looked horrible. You saw a Jello mold in the back. Uh, woodland scenes for the baptismal font. You know, I'm gonna have to go when I, my dad's asleep and I can get away or something like. When my brother's watching him. Um, I say that like he's a dog. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> my brother's gonna watch my daddy. My brother's gonna watch my daddy. But I'm I'm gonna sneak off to Stop Town Baptist Church and I'm gonna take some pictures for the group. They'll, they'll probably get you in there and try to send you off to a deprogramming gay camp. <laughs> <You're not laughs> Good <wrong>. luck. <laughs> That'd be, that would be a hard one to do. 
I'm only going to get two feet from the truck. Um, the truck. So Jihoon looks good. Alicia looks good. Like they have the, everyone going into hair and makeup. This is an industrial system, y'all. I'm in favor of this. Wedding, they look beautiful. Everyone looks good. Devin looks gorgeous. Now, like those stunning corpse bride extensions are awful. Those are terrible. But I understand. I, mind. I understand that's her thing, but it makes her look like the corpse bride. But I think that's what she wanted. Um, I do think that's what she wanted. It yeah. didn't really go with the theme of everything, no. but she looked gorgeous. Her, her dress and that cute makeup artist beat her face. He was cute. She looked really good. Like I would say in the history of weddings for a 90 day, this was kind of the most put together that we've seen. This no, this looked like a this could be a cover of a magazine. Yeah, it was great. Um and but she keeps saying this is not how I imagine my wedding day. Do you think I'll look like the cover of a magazine on my wedding day? No. It's gonna be a mess. <laughs> You know what? You'll just be be really. I will say your your pictures will be tasteful. They'll be casual. You it won't be formal enough for a wedding. uh, For a um, hopefully you'll have starved yourself uh (laughs) for it. (laughs) So we maybe we have a little minor plastic surgery before the wedding. Trying to calm myself over here. I'll choose the size of the tuxedo you'll wear. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get you running like seven miles a day. (laughs) I'll be your boot camp. (laughs) Wow. You'll wear a corset. It'll be great. I'll have to because if I get skinnier than you, you will never let me. For your wedding, I will lose weight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, y'all, Aunt Peggy's calling me. I'll talk to you later. For your wedding, I'll need to look thinner. <laughs> it's true. I really wanted to answer the phone and put Aunt Peggy on speaker, but I can't do that because God knows what she'll say. She'll talk for 30 minutes. Um, oh, 45. So this is that when they turned the lights off at this venue, I gasped um, because everyone looked so good. I love this. This this is the great way that this venue decided then everyone can take pictures if they're not on, they're on a runway, so you can see it. You're, they're up a level. You can take good pictures of these people. They're and you're not really what, good professional pictures. They are. It's more just. I think the the theater kid in me loved it. The yeah. like Catholic boy, because I like I like a little ceremony and wedding. So I think maybe. But not that Devin, yeah. maybe she is, really, but it didn't have any of that. It didn't have any of that kind of, um, um, no I religious. I don't kind think of, they're very devout. I mean, I'm sure they're, they're, no. yes, but I don't think they're very devout. Um, yeah, was selling stolen phones. I don't think that's like under the book of devout Christian. Jihoon walks out and does this, the, the hands up applause gesture, which I was, living for his hair is very red it looks cute on him actually and she looked great she comes out they're applauding her um uh jihoon's dad and mom have on white gloves it's all lovely and the vows are in korean she has no idea and he just goes say yes (laughs) and i will say this the only problem with this wedding it would stress me the fuck out because knowing that another bride was ready on deck 
and that would stress me out. But I'd be the one at like the last one of the day, but you know that that's somebody who has to get married at like midnight. But here's the deal. The thing I was a little confused. Were the people in the wedding all of their friends and family or were those just other people waiting for other weddings? Because <laughs> that I wouldn't like. I wouldn't like – I don't want to have a wedding we're with like – Can we get in? Gar- with Gary and Sherry. Which actually, that's the name of my superintendent and my second grade teacher, Gary and Sherry Scott. I just realized their names rhyme right here. Gary and Sherry. Look at that. Together. Um, Anyway, but I don't want Gary and Sherry watching my wedding if I don't know them. I mean, I don't know how you stop that, but but they don't kiss at the wedding because they're so, they're so in a hurry to get out. Um, then there's this weird father-daughter dance in front of everyone. Um, Butterfly kisses in an open hair. White flowers all up in the air. <laughs> no, we're not going to go into butterfly kisses because we've read you. You've been seen. And I've ruined that for at and least hundreds of people who listen. Hundreds to of our listeners. Um, I loved it that... The Isle Daddy. <laughs> I loved it that I mean, because you would have all these father. I love that they have the father daughter dance, which is not normal. This is the one thing Devin wanted, so she had it, and Did I loved it that Alicia, Alicia was like, "This is so beautiful to watch." Cut to Jihoon's parents. This is weird. Yeah, it is. It is. It's it's weird too because no one else is dancing, and. And in a, in a in a normal dance situation, everyone would be sitting at tables. Everyone would be relaxed, and it wouldn't be a wedding situation. But the parents are like, they're dancing so stiff. This must be an American thing. Yeah, it's it just tells you it's just it doesn't transcend culture. The the father daughter dance. No. Um. So even Alicia, you guys, says I feel pretty good about Jihoon today, which is shocking. Shocking. Um, I have a feeling things are going to change in what me turning my page of notes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> now, this is when you guys either they had to uh, truncate everything they wanted to say, or maybe they didn't get the into into this small amount of time. Yes, because we're talking eight months past in this time. I thought okay. they said four. Uh, four months later, you you know what it might it was four plus, but then the next time then there's she, another yeah. yeah. So uh, they're in lockdown, you guys. So it's in March 2020. This was filmed in March, and Seoul is empty. And Jihoon says it's very frustrating for the kids. Um, and then four months later, but yeah. That, and just so yeah. y'all know, if you don't remember timeline, uh, South Korea locked obviously they locked down way earlier than we did. They were actually one of the better countries and still are one. Of, aren't they one of the better countries They're to deal with it anymore? Yeah, because South Korea, uh, uh, their rates were very low because they locked down quite early and were very strict about it. Could be a lesson. Could be a lesson for other countries. Yep, could be a lesson. You want to be American? Sure. Four months later, and she says things are better, but being in quarantine with Jihoon has taken a control a, a toll on our relationship. She's packing, y'all. This was so quick. I don't it, know what happened. 
we that's the problem we don't know what happened everything she just said we're fighting more but there was nothing specific and we and it seems like if there were cameras there maybe there weren't maybe they oh, i don't think there were well i'm saying so maybe that was what we missed we missed all of this stuff because they were one of the you got to think one of the more strict countries so i bet they wouldn't even let crews in but it seems like they could film each other like they did in quarantine I mean, if Lindsay and Scott can f- film each other in quarantine. Scott, Scott, can you bring me a book? Book. Um, Terrell, Terrell, come bring me a book. Can we read a book together in your Terrell, camp? I can't wait till you just move into my driveway. So when I get in a fight with him, I can just go out to your, and we could scissor. <laughs> so she's leaving and because they, they've been fighting so much. And she's going to take uh, Dracula and Taeyong with her. And she's going to go back for one month. And Bob is, is like, don't yeah. go, don't go, don't go. This is that part of Butterfly Kisses. She's 16 today. It's that last verse, y'all. It gets sad. I, maybe she was 16. Yeah, I think she was. Yeah, the the the, the, the song of Butterfly Kisses is, is the, 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 the growth is not nice. <laughs> so. Jihoon says, I'm going to miss you guys. And she's like, I miss you too. And she's like, no, you're not. You're running away from me. And I loved that he pushed back. Of course she is. She uh, is. This is something that do, because she says, I just need time apart to figure things out, which is what Devin always says. Yeah. And she says, this, so this is my question to you. And this is for sissies. And I'm genuinely asking because I have some of my opinions, but I'm always open to learn. Does it help a relationship to be a part to figure things out for the relationship to get better? I mean, maybe. I don't know. I'm interested. Maybe if you realize how much you actually do miss that person, maybe. Um, I'd prefer people working out their problems, but I can also understand that she was nervous because of the pandemic. She's not at home. She's not in America. So I I don't know I can't really and judge if there her. was allegedly abuse then obviously she wanted to get out that's a whole other thing y'all if that really is true then good for Devin for getting out we don't know that's again not substantiated and given it's hard that's hard with Devin's track record but anyway we're not here to talk about that really not completely been let's say completely transparent on social media and her mother y'all remember her mother's on pram whatever you do y'all do not follow alicia clegg well alicia's on planet zala <laughs> she's on parlor or something uh yeah. no, don't don't do that do not follow alicia just just making sure um i i also wrote down she looks like the predator because she has that top knot and, and she she's, you, she's done, her roots are going you can tell mm-hmm. oh, she really does need to dye her hair yeah um, she needs to dye her hair She's a light brown. She her her. I thought it might be like brown. Brunette was her color. Her hair is like light brown. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and you know what? What the thing is though, I will say, divorces have gone up. The pandemic yeah. really people have been forced to be, and it's not. Um, it's not oh, working out for a lot. I am. They, I am so thankful. I'm not having to quarantine with anybody. Oh my god, I, there would be a murder. I'm very lucky we quarantined well, but I have to say there was even an adjustment period of me being gone for like every time I come back from being gone for like two months with my dad and then going to L.A. for a week. It's like I have to remind my partner like, hey, 
you have a roommate. I know you've been living by yourself for two months. And so we kind of have this conversation and we joke about it and we laugh about it, but it's a real thing. So if you're stuck with somebody, it's just, it's very, very difficult. It's very, and so my heart goes out to them both on that. And because it was kind of the, it was, I mean, maybe it was an overall the best thing because it showed it got them there quick, but it, it was the worst thing for their marriage to be successful. I, I'm just worried that Jihoon's not going to be able to see his kids. Um, that's what I worry about. Or his kid. We 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 know that's true. We Let's know be honest. That, he's, that he's, is, a, is a boy child. We know he that. Is. But he's got a good heart. And he, I think he does have a good heart. Yeah. yeah. And he loves Young. I think he even loves Dracula. So, you know what? I think he does love Dracula because yes. he likes, he's a glutton for some type of punishment. I do think he's a good guy. I think he's very selfish. And I think he often gets kind of the, oh, funny guy edit on the show because you guys, like, yeah, I'm going to take that. But I'm going to take a cue from Poodle that the crew loves Jihoon. I bet. Oh, yeah. Loves him. Yes. And so they play these kind of funnier, lighthearted Jihoon stuff. Mm-hmm. And, Debbie, and Devin's all Debbie, Devin Downer. Yeah. Yeah, the crew the crew loves the gays. The crew loves Jihoon. The crew probably the crew probably even loves Cheese Stick. Um, yeah. I, they uh, also Yeah, probably. Yeah, they yeah. also love um they their favorite was that um that horse from New York. They just told him to fuck off. Nay, fuck you. That's what hey. I say. <laughs> um but you can tell they hated Brittany. They can't stand Ari. Uh, and, and you know they hate Devin. And so it's, 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 it's. Just in- the, even the playing field, do you think there are any men? Because that was all women. Do you think there are any men that they don't like? Um, They hated Jesse, probably. Jesse? I don't even remember Jesse. Oh, yeah. I don't think they like Jesse. And, oh. It was all men. Remember that. Who am I talking about? They couldn't stand Paul. Hello. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah. Um. So, but and 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 you guys, yes, these people are who they appear to be. But you can you can, as we've seen from a lot of tell-alls, Angela usually gets a pretty good edit. Um. Even though she appears really nasty, uh, on some sometimes she always looks worse on the tell-alls. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Um. um uh, anyway, they go to the airport and Jihoon's like, um, well, I'm going to miss you guys. And um, and Devin, uh, Jihoon says, promise me you're going to come back. And she says, but you have to promise me that everything is going to get better. better. And yeah. And guess what, y'all? We know because things don't and they are separate. I, don't, I think they're, they're separate. separated now officially. And she's dating another Korean guy named Topher. So – Take that. <laughs> Take that. Oh, if someone ever leaves you for a guy named Topher. Oh, wait. I think uh, Ashwini's boyfriend is named Topher. <laughs> Good oh, enough. God. Come for me, I'm bitch. backing away. I didn't, I didn't say anything, girl. Come for him. Um, she's not going to hear any of this because she's still going to be – she's still going to be talking about what we talked about, Jenny and Smith. So – She's in a rage now. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So, um, what? Oh, that's the end of the show. See, 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 
I could use my my bowl for a cowbell too. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's take a listen, and we'll be right back. Hello, queens. Today I was listening, and one of you said your mom was sixty-eight. I'm sixty-eight, and the thing I identify with on your show is your memories of your youth. You grew up when both my kids did. A few weeks ago, you talked about Channel One and Lisa Ling and Anderson Cooper. In 1994, my daughter put a two-minute video together and sent it to Channel One and hoped to be picked for their student-produced week. A few weeks later, I got a call one night, and they said, this is Channel One, and we adored your daughter's video and want to invite her for 10 days, all expenses paid, for student-produced week. Needless to say, she excitedly went and met Lisa Ling. They went shoe shopping together. Anderson Cooper was gone that week. Upon her return, she said, I am going back. I found my life's work. She went to Ball State in Indiana and upon, and two weeks after graduation moved to LA and was an intern for Arnold Copelson, the producer of Platoon. After a few years, she became an assistant producer for Bill Tobman Jr. Remember Mark Goodson, Goodson and Bill Tobin production? Yes, this was his son. Um, game shows. They were game show producers. This was his son. After nine years, she missed the calling, the corn of Indiana and returned. She lives five minutes away from me and is married with a lovely husband from LA and two lovely boys. Wonderful memories. P.S. I also own a copy of Summer Magic, L-O-L. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed this. Bye. Y'all, that is, that was amazing. 68-year-old sissy. We didn't get your name, but sissy, whatever your name is, I want to have a piece of pie with you at a diner because with that voice, you've lived a life, honey. <laughs> She's got that low, throaty voice. Oh, sexy. y'all. This is our people. You know what? I told Poodle and I said, I, I, don't, I said, I'm not going to say this on the show. And he's like, no, you should say it. And I said, so, okay, I will. Like that. <laughs> anyway, go so, ahead. I was going to say it's very, it's kind of not healing, but it's just, y'all, we love our parents. We have our issues with our yeah, parents. Everybody does. With our parents. With our parents. And they don't get this. They don't get they don't this. Get and they don't, they don't get they us. Get and the, um, like my and, going, and people listen to you and Go it's on. been, you know, mine more than my mother, more than poodles. But, you know, my mother's not always been the most supportive of artistic endeavors. She wanted me to be an accountant. Yeah. And mine, so it's pretty supportive of that. She just doesn't understand podcast. Yeah. And so it, it's just very healing when someone who is our parents age gets us and just and loves us yeah. for us being us. And it's just um. Anyway, it's, it was really special, and I love that. I love that this was a story. We've never really said this. We said you can come at us. We said you could talk about other sissies in a good way that's supporting the sissy squad. But I love that this sissy just we had a conversation that sparked a memory, and that's and you know what? You can do whatever the fuck you want because it's your sissy spotlight, and y'all memories are golden, and it's oh. just something that 
Like I have, there are certain memories that I have from childhood or early teenage years that I can hold on to and I'll always have them. And it's just, those are things that last. Like that time that you were shopping for groceries with your mom and you were like 10 and the, and the, the teenager bag and the groceries actually touched your hand accidentally when he was packing a bag. Yeah. I still, I still masturbate to that one. Yeah. It's true. It's good times. Hey, hey, I get an erection every time I walk into Kroger. (laughs) I'm just like, hey. Y'all come at me if you were a little kid and there was a hot bagger boy. You know, I said that about you and I just. We're getting into a weird area. I remember that. Oh my gosh. I just, this just hit me at food for less. There was a hot bagger boy. It was not gross because I was younger and he was older. But not too old. He was under 18. You know what? I'm going to stop. I'm just going to stop. We're, we're in a weird area. And just I want to move, move, move on. What's next, Poodle? I don't remember. Sissy shout outs. Oh, yeah. In the first episode, y'all, we were going to say we were going to do a where are they now? Well, we're not because nope. we're going to see where they are in the fucking reunion. Piece of shit. So we're going to do that reunion. And you know that we're going to have our finale song like we usually do. Yes. Yes. All right. My sissy shout out. We're on Y and Z. Y and Z. My sissy shout out. Y and Z. My sissy shout out goes to Feltsy. Feltsy. Feltsy Young. Feltsy Young. Feltsy Young. Um, Y'all, Feltsy. First of all, her name's Kelsey, let's be honest. Um, Feltsy has always had a real affinity for the restaurant business. She, um, ever, ever since she was a child, she would be uh, going to uh, any type of restaurant ordering. Even if she was like five years old, she would say things like, what's good here? What's good here? And the parents would go, honey, you're just going to get chicken nuggets. It's fine. Just get some chicken nuggets and French fries. She's like, no, bring me Chateaubriand. Bring me, bring me chicken livers. Bring me mousse. Not mousse, but actual, like a chocolate mousse. Mousse. Just so clear. Mm -hmm. I don't know if mousse is in restaurants. Maybe in Alaska or the Pacific. Come as Um, if you had mousse. Not chocolate mousse. Actual mousse. Mousse. Like Bullwinkle. Uh, Hey, buddy. Please don't eat me. I don't Uh, think it tastes very good. Thank you. So anyway, where was it? Felsey. Felsey is sitting there and she's she's like, I want to be a chef. I want to be I I, I want to I want to be in the culinary world. I, this, this is where I belong. And so she had to work in a diner for a while. And it's the worst thing to have to work at a diner if you just want to be a chef because you you want to just tell the chefs what to do. And she starts telling the line cooks, you know, it'd be better if you just put some sun-dried tomatoes in that omelet. And they're like, Shut up, girl. Get back to work. Come do some meth with me. Oh. <laughs> and she's like, no thanks. Um, because that's a line cook, y'all. They're always drug addicts. So <laughs> seriously. <laughs> I swear to God, most line cooks are, or they're disturbed. There's not a normal line cook out there. 
So sorry if you're a line cook. So Fancy is, she finally gets, the line cook calls out sick one day and she is so, so sure of herself. She's like, I'm hanging out my apron. I'm going to go in there and cook everyone the best she's for the breakfast shift. And she then she's like, okay, here we go. Um, we're going to call this the Kelsey order. And here it goes. Toss salad and scrambled eggs. <laughs> that was six minutes for a Fraser joke. <laughs> then she opened a restaurant oh, in North Carolina called Kelsey's, where my family and I used to go. And she witnessed a young uh, a young child saying, Mother, I want, can I not get this? Can I get a baked potato instead of fries tonight or both with my steak? And <laughs> Jaybird, caw, why are you going to have that? Sounds like you need to push away at the table a little bit. And she's like, I'm going to give that kid what he wants. And she made that little boy's uh, potato very fancy and give it maybe some smoked paprika in it. And that little boy said, that tastes very fancy. My refined palate just grew 10 times. And that little boy was, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Me. You're, thank you, Kelsey. Thank you for your restaurant, Kelsey's in Hendersonville, North Carolina. Y'all, we don't have time for mine because he took up all the time. So we're going to see you <laughs> next week. Long. It was like three minutes. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, seven minutes. Um, no, we're going to make time. Y'all, my sissy spotlight starts with a Z. And it goes to FAC. FAC Lambert. FAC. 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 Okay. Like You're the character like from like a Saved by... No, but like the character from Saved by the Bell. FAC. It sounds like fact when you say it. Fact. Fact. That's Your what lip. I said. Fact Lambert. Fact. Fact. Zach Lambert. Anyway. God, you're you guys, so intrusive. Go ahead. Um, fact Lambert. He, um, y'all, he is someone who, he's very well known in the squad. Um, he is someone who... Uh, I, I even comment. I remember he's a fan. He's named his car baby girl, Lisa. And he has I always find it creepy when you look up people. I choose not. I to. always find it creepy when you talk for seven minutes about childhood stories, trauma that happened to you. <laughs> my mother did yell at me. Tell me. My yeah, I know she did. I know that was real. And that was just us coming for that. So you might want to process that. They're 110% real. Oh, um, Fack Lambert, y'all. Um, here's the deal: is Fack Lambert? He really dreamed of. Um, he really dreamed of being um, a jukebox salesman. He really he thought there was a calling in it, and it is something. As a kid, he would see a jukebox, and uh, he would put money in it but he didn't you know his family worked hard and but they sometimes just didn't have coins so they didn't have a lot of time he couldn't listen to a jukebox and he they didn't have quarters well he just you know they were they weren't poor his dad just hated change so <laughs> he never had quarters for the jukebox and he'd be like dad can i have cash here? he's like i don't want any change Probably so the quarters in the fireplace so now cut to Zach is scared, only uses Venmo and PayPal and that bump thing. But also he said, you know, I'm going to, op- I'm going to start making jukeboxes that 
Don't take any change. You don't have to worry about money because everybody has a right to play a jukebox whenever and however they want. They just have to give a drop of blood. Oh, wow. So literally, it... They're but not selling well during the pandemic. <laughs> what it's, is the blood supposed to provide? You get to play one song, but if you want three, if you want three songs, then you got to do three drops of blood. If what you get five drops, if you get five drops of blood, you get seven songs. But what does that provide? Songs. What is, what is putting blood for the machine or Zach or Fat? The machine. Oh. The machine lets you play jukebox. However. Zach realized what the blood do the blood lets you play a song. You're not understanding goods and services. I put money in the machine. I take that money and I do things with it. Well, what does it's it do with the, the blood. The funny thing you should mention this is that um, Zach's uh, Zach's girlfriend has threatened to leave him because they're broke. They're real broke. That doesn't explain what he does with the blood. No, because he doesn't have any money, and he just the blood just he just he just oh that's the problem that's the problem yeah he thought he was going to donate the blood to a blood bank and make money that way and say it was his but they're like this is a bunch of weird fucking blood we don't know what this is for blood what <laughs> you don't get you just don't you get blank for plasma but you, they don't give you money again Zach didn't research this poodle he didn't research this so, so now. So many holes in the story. No, it's not holes in the story. It's blessed Zach's. But you know what? It doesn't matter because Zach's realized another thing, y'all. Zach's hot. I've looked at this guy's face. Y'all, Zach is hot. It's so, so it's gross when you creep them. You know it's- what? I oh, you have literally asked someone in our Facebook group to call you and send a dick pic. So I will not have it. But I don't do and it. You know what? You completely waylaid this sissy shout out and just <laughs> inserted yourself into it. And it was quite rude and very unsouthern of you. I just want to say. It didn't make any sense. I was trying to show, help. No, you're not trying to help anything. Believe me. You, you, I don't think you know how to tell a story because we just heard you ramble for seven minutes. No, this is just. You're six, no Hans Christian Anderson. Yours was six minutes, too. So Only because you kept interrupting me. You know what? We're changing this segment. I'm going to stop it. This is the last. We're ending it on Z. Next time, we're just going to, Poodle and I are just going to look at and critique dick pics online. Because that's all he wants to do no, anyway. Mute me if you like. I was trying to ask. I, I'm just saying. I found it going off the rails. So I was trying to help you. Zach, I'm sorry that Poodle, if you want if you want a new story, you you just send me a message and I'll write yeah. you one that you can read with you and your and just enjoy your and you can listen to it in your baby girl Lisa Carr. I think it's because you found him attractive that your story didn't really track. So I was trying to help you with that. We've 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 come to the the time the show is over, and also some truth was dispensed. <laughs> oh God, can we just end it, y'all? You can find us at ninety day gates. You know what? I'm letting you do the outro. I'm done. You can find us at 90daygays.com right for right now. Um, you can also find us at Cameo. I'm at Jake It or Fake It. And he is at uh, the Matt Mar, two T's, two R's. 
Y'all, come on us on Patreon. Uh, we are doing crazy shit in there. And come on us at our sissy squad. And we, because we have fun in there. That's the show. That's the show, y'all. So you're supposed to say your thing. Oh, and y'all, uh, uh, we call these people lonely hearts because uh, what do you normally say? I don't listen. <laughs> Harder than it thinks, don't you? Did you guys uh, see what happens? Call, call these people lonely hearts because um, oh, for God's lo- sake, we call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking right. for love, poodle? All right, we call these people lonely hearts because aren't they all just looking for love? Yes, and if you find yourself in a diner begging your mama for a piece of pie and she calls you a fat kid in front of everybody in picking South Carolina and you want to go use drugs that night, <laughs> call us. Call us. First of all, she never <laughs> called me fat. She verbally assaulted the woman, but that's a different story. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.